1029 The Hog presents another Bob and Brian podcast. This Bob and Brian On Demand is brought to you by Marcus Theaters. There's a big difference between watching a movie and getting lost in one. Find out what Marcus Theaters means by getting tickets to a hot new release at MarcusTheaters.com. Friday morning. Time to talk music news with Gary Graff. Good morning, Gary. How are you? All right. How are you guys doing? We're good. I thought videos were dead. And so when I heard the VMAs were coming up, I thought, who cares? But if Taylor Swift showed up and she won nine, they must matter, right? Videos, no, video. it's not videos that are dead. It's video channels video. That, are, that have not, that are not what they used to be. Um, videos are all over the place. You know, whether it's TikTok or YouTube or wherever, videos are still a huge um, you know, way of getting music out there. So, you know, the MTV is still the, if you will, it's a brand name for music video. So mm-hmm. even if they're not showing as many music videos as they used to and they're not the, the arbiter of taste that they once were <laughs> when you say MTV, you think music video. They don't have VJs anymore, right? <laughs> I mean, they have personalities. Hmm. You know, they have some. Martha Quinn's not doing that anymore, not, not though. Martha Quinn or Alan Jackson or JJ or who's Mark the, Goodman. Mark either. Goodman, yes, they're all on. Uh, they're all on Sirius they XM are. now. They are you talking know, about 80s. when they used to work at v, uh, MTV and stuff like that. They actually all sound pretty good now, too, probably because they're not working for MTV. Except for Nina Blackwood, she does not sound. Well, good. she never sounded great, right? But yeah, I mean, that was it's... part of part, part of her shtick. It sounded like Nina Blackwood, and, well. and that wasn't a very good imitation. But, <laughs> but you, you get my gist. I do, I do. So Taylor Swift walks away with nine of the eleven that she was nominated yep. for, right? Yeah, it was a big. Well, it was a big year. Listen, she dominated. You know, she dominated social media. Uh, these videos, these videos were just huge. You know, everywhere. So, so no, no big surprise. She's now in second place in the all-time uh, winners list. She has 23 uh, total. She's behind Beyonce, who has 30, but that also counts Destiny's Child. So, you know, Taylor Swift really is the leader in terms of uh, of a solo artist. Uh, she set all sorts of records for for run uh, runs for video of the year. You know, this was her third one in, in a row, I believe. Um, you know, and and just you know, she's she dominated that just like she's been dominating anything else. Uh, she was so important to the ceremony that they actually had a dedicated camera person on her the entire time. Well, and well U- that makes sense. And USA I mean, Today is uh, what looking for somebody who will just a follow Taylor, her. A Taylor Swift beat reporter, and she's going to be Beyonce, her own beat. right? Yes, one for yeah. each. Yeah, and that's you know that's going to be because it is a multifaceted beast. It has beat. It has you know economics. Um, sociology, politics, you know, to a degree. So, so yeah, you have, you have Worship. That, that going on. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> there, there is that. So, you know, so, you know, she just, she does just keep rolling. And I thought though, her my fa- my favorite moment was her fangirl reaction to In Sync when they got up on stage too, as it turned out, present her an award. Um, you know, she she's great. She is great at showing support for artists she likes. You know, whether, oh, they're, like, whether they're her peers. Oh, she was a huge fan. She, go nuts oh, yeah. like she, was, she, she went from Taylor Swift to Taylor Swift, a fan. She like, went to be she went yeah. to be in the nine or eleven year old yeah. Taylor Swift who had the posters up and, on her wall. And that was a nice that was a nice moment when she was up there with She that. said I had all your dolls when uh-huh. I was when I was a kid. Uh-huh. Yeah. And so she know, went she total them. fan. I was it was okay. 
she played into the whole thing too. You know, she asked them, "Well, I'm mean, more important than me. What are you guys up to?" And as it turned out, there's a new Instinct song, the first one in more than 20 years. It's going to be in in the new Trolls movie that, of course, uh, Justin Timberlake's involved in. And that song, "Better Place," just came out uh, today, and it's 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 part of the trailer. Taylor Swift so, doesn't have an opening act, right? She just does no, her no, show. She, no, she had two. She had two opening two acts. What if she would have said to NSYNC right there on stage, I want you guys to open for me for a few oh, shows? Insult. What? That would have been, well, it wouldn't have been an insult. I, I think no. it would have been, you know, because she had, um, oh, who was the, uh, oh, there was um, there, there was one like a bona fide arena headliner. Oh, Paramore okay. opened a few of the shows. And, you know, they do well in arenas themselves. Okay, forget about open for me. She's big into bringing people out to do a song. Right. Oh, with I her. want what you to she, guest with me. I, I want you to guys, come out. And we want, I think the yeah. guys would have shrugged and shuffled their feet and not looked at each other and, and gotten out of it. It would have been very awkward. Really? Okay, so that would have been no, long I, think per- okay. a, I think they get along. I don't think that's okay. the issue. I just think it's, you know, nobody wants to commit like that on the spot. Maybe so it, what's in her party pack for the, the movie? Oh, the, so this is um, one of, you know, one of the chains, Cinemark, is offering the opportunity to have your own dedicated Taylor Swift room for $800. You can rent one of their theaters up to 40 seats, not including concessions. For how much? And $800. $800. Which Seems like a good deal, 40 right. people, $800, you know, that's 20 bucks a person. That's a lot less than the concert tickets were, and you can have your own party in your own private auditorium and, you know, behave however you want within huh. reason, of course. Mm-hmm. That would be a fun birthday party if you're that a That would kid. be a fun birthday party. would yeah, be a fun bachelorette fun. party, you yeah. know. It might be a fun bachelor party. Bachelorette? How about people. a bachelor party? Yeah. Woo, it's October Taylor. 13th, right? It's just one day, right? It is Right now it's just one day. I am certain that it's going to be more than that, and it'll wind up on, wind up on a streamer. At some point, but they're not going to tell you any of that. They want to make this the biggest in theater cinema event in history. Sure, you got one and day, already, kids. They're already there. Yeah, you got one day, kids. You better see this because it's one, never going to be shown in, again. Until at the end of the film, we say, oh, by the way, the, you can catch it tomorrow, too. Uh, purchase a copy of Taylor Swift in concert. Please uh, visit TaylorSwift.com. Oh, yeah, the, no, you, can, you can bet the, uh, the live album and whatever else will be coming. Yeah, sure. Maybe. All right. You know, we'll see. So that's she's in her prime. She is. Oh, she's. It, it, she is. She is just hitting her stride. She is the. Just she's probably got thirty, forty years ahead of her of doing what she's doing. On the other hand, Aerosmith. Aerosmith. Ozzy blew take, out his vocal cord. <laughs> We're done for a month. This didn't take long, did it? Um, three. <laughs> almost shows. as quick as uh, Aaron Rodgers going down. Uh, you know, yeah, almost uh, three shows in. Steven Tyler. Uh, suffered vocal cord damage. Apparently, the term that uh, that people around him are using is they are mangled, um, and apparently Ooh. suffered it early. Mangled. In, in, mangled. Is that a medical he, term? He can barely talk. I'm sure the medical term is something like, you know, mangleless. You're screwed <laughs> or something like that. Come on. <laughs> no, it's he, a. Gary knows he's a writer. He can't just make stuff up. You can, well, you absolutely can. Uh, All right. But, um, but you know, so, so, you know, apparently, you know, felt the injury early in the show, but kept going. Probably not a good idea there, but what do you do, right? You're, you're in the moment. Uh, flew back to Boston to see a specialist who basically said, we're shutting you down for 30 days. But, you know, apparently he can only squeak right now with his voice. Mm-hmm. Um, what I what would can not you be... do for vocal cords? You breathe in yeah. 
steamy air? No, they have the rest. Yeah, they rest, have, mostly they have it's to... rest. Yeah. Mostly it's rest. And I suspect they're going to say at the end of 30 days, more rest. Um, right now they've rescheduled all the shows into Feb- January and February. Uh, the Chicago show, which is the closest to Milwaukee, is going to be on Valentine's Day, uh, February 14th. But there's a big if here, and I wouldn't, I wouldn't take anything necessarily for granted. If Aerosmith had to replace him... They won't. Two people. They wouldn't two get people Vince in Gill or somebody? No, two Vince people in Aerosmith. Gill. <laughs> yeah, give Vince Gill to sing uh, Walk This Way. Um, <laughs> two, pe- two people in Aerosmith could not be replaced. Right. And, you know, that's Stephen and Joe. So it wouldn't happen. That would be... But wait, that- who, was, uh, who did uh, Joe Perry say they were talking to uh, oh, they, um, years ago? Yes, and we just talked about this yes, like, Randy uh, last Newman. week or something. That no, wasn't Randy Newman. It wasn't Glenn Hughes. <laughs> that was Van Halen. But um, Oh, Daughtry. Yes. Chris, Chris Daughtry. Daughtry. Yes. And, uh, but it won't happen. You not know, on not your it, not, not on your final tour. Not on the this is the end of the road tour, right? Yeah, exactly. It's the peace out tour. So you know, we'll see. We'll see what happens. But I think everybody's watching it closely. All right, Ozzy's got his problems too. Yeah, he just uh, they they relaunched the Osbournes podcast, not the TV show, but their podcast brought that back. And in it, Ozzy talked uh, uh, quite a bit about his health, explaining that the surgeries he's had he's had has corrected the neck. But he has vertebrae issue. In fact, two vertebrae that he says are basically disintegrated, uh, dating back to that to that ATV accident he had some years ago, and that he's in quite a bit of pain and discomfort. And they're looking at a, yet another surgery uh, to try to figure out what to do about that. So that's the reason he pulled out of the Power Trip festival performance. That's the reason we are not going to see Ozzy on stage. Uh, or he likes to go by Oswald when he's in the office. Right. Uh, no, no he's, he's just uh, he's just he's John. Oh, a Super Bowl commercial. John. Yeah, right. That yeah. was the hello. I'm Oswald. Yep. <laughs> right. So you know that's too bad. I mean, you hate to see him. Plus, he's dealing with Parkinson's. So you kind of you kind of hate to see it go this way. Hate to see it played out in public this way. But I think I think it is time. You know, to kind of kind of withdraw. He can still obviously he can still be a personality, and maybe he can make a guest appearance. Here and there, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if at Power Trip, he winds up introducing Judas Priest, who replaced him on the bill. That would be a nice gesture. Uh, it's no surprise uh, when when somebody passes away in the music world that there's a big surge uh, in their record sales or streaming and all that. But Jimmy Buffett's Margaritaville is back in the top forty. Yeah, it's number Margar- thirty nine on the top forty chart right now. Margaritaville's in the top forty, and the uh, <laughs> the greatest hit songs, you know, by chart album. Is, uh, is back in the top ten, and he's got another album that's set to come out that he was working on, right? Right, yeah. That the, the, some of the Coral Reefer band folks are going to finish up. I think that's out early November. I think one of the songs is "Love Me Like Your Dog" or something like something that. Something like that. Yeah, yeah I, the, uh, I've seen the track. I heard part of it. Yeah, but yeah, but this is this is like we've as you know, we've seen this happen so many times. But but big sales, big streaming numbers. Of course, you know, somebody passes away, and you go and listen to their music. Cher is still alive, and she has an album coming out. Not just an album, a Christmas album. Yeah. Uh, we're going to spend, you know, Cher will provide the, the sounds of the season. Are these the standards? I mean, is she going to do Oh Holy Night and Jingle Bells? Know, she hasn't, hasn't released the track list yet or a release date, uh, but, but it looks like there will be some carols, you know, some, some standard material as well as uh, some originals. 
that'll be that'll be part of it. Uh, you can pre-order it now, even though there isn't a release date. She also promised a lot of guests, but hasn't said who any of those are yet. Um, and then she also promised it's not your mother's Christmas album. Hmm. She didn't say not your grandmother's either, which she is one. So. <laughs> yeah. Well, but no, it'll be it'll be a it'll be a sh- share Christmas album. I'm sure there'll be a lot of personality involved. How big will this? Be? Do you think it's a big deal, or it'll just be another Christmas album? It's, it's a nice, you know, it's it's a nice name to have associated with the season. You know, every, every holiday season, we we get a few of them that are like, huh, that's a big name to be putting out a a Christmas album, and and yay. I'll predict some standards, and then there'll be a new kind of classic that's added to the. All Christmas pile. Yeah, I mean, you know, they can. You know, very rarely do you Original. get the Mariah Carey "All I Want for Christmas" type of thing, where mm-hmm. you add you add a new pop standard to the mix. That goes into the Brian Music Hot Takes category for the there day. There you go. Yep, that's his hot take. Um, Tom Petty, the the Mojo album. Yeah, that was which, a, that was that was a good one. Came out a, and it never got enough run. It never got enough credit for being what a good al- for what a good uh, album it was. It was a really good album. This was one where it was actually inspired by Mike Campbell, uh, the guitarist and you know Tom's chief collaborator, getting this gold Les Paul guitar. I think it was a '57, and he just felt the urge to play songs that sounded good on that, which was really you know good hard rocking songs. And so it was a fun album. And uh, it came out in 2010, and now it's going to be re-released on October 20th on Translucent Red Ruby Red Vinyl, and you'll be able you'll be able to get it, uh, in, you know, in record store near you, or or order it online. And that's that October 20th date that it's coming out. It would have been Tom Petty's 73rd birthday. Was Tom Petty or Tom Petty's team ahead of the curve on reissuing vinyl? Because it seemed like his stuff was really easy to find when vinyl popped back up again. They were early, they were early into it. He, you know, obviously he he was an old school kind of guy, you know. He he made that album The Last DJ, which was lamenting, you know, the the, the great golden era of FM radio. You know, that we that ruined. He, that we all wrecked. So you, me, Brian, we wrecked FM radio. Not, not our fault. No, he was talking about corporations, which we fight every day yeah. on this show, corporations. But um but they will, you know, but the, but they did so, you know, it made sense that Tom Petty was going to have vinyl out and still champion, you know, champion vinyl when he was alive. And, of course, the estate is championing it in his absence. Whenever we hear about Pink Floyd, it's about Roger Waters and David Gilmore or Roger Waters and somebody else battling over something. And now they're going to reissue Dark Side of the Moon the day after. Roger- a week a week after. A so week after. O- October 6th, Roger Waters releases this new version of Dark Side of the Moon that he that he did, and uh, a week later, Pink Floyd is going to release the remastered, latest remastered version of Dark Side of the Moon that was included in this 50th anniversary box set earlier this year. But now you'll be able to get the album on its own, and it's interesting. They've been fairly supportive of the Roger Waters of the new version, but I think I, I do think there's a certain middle extension of the middle finger here uh, coming coming out just a week later. It feels like it, doesn't it? I mean, if they were gonna if they were gonna you know really extend the middle finger, they would put it out the same day or the week before. You know, they're giving they're giving uh, Waters a a week to to have his out before they come like- out with this you know, newly definitive version. As long as you're in the mood to buy Dark Side of the Moon, how about well, this yep. flavor? How about, the, how about the real one? Yeah. It'll be interesting to hear his. It's been interesting, you know, hearing he's leaked. He's put, you know, let some of the music out early. And, you know, it sounds like an interesting take 
on the album, not radically different, but, you know, certainly his own take. But, you know, you just can't. The original version is the magic one. All right. I think Can you play uh, The Wizard of Oz? With the, with the Roger Waters? That's, you know, I'm sure somebody's going to test that out yeah. when, they come, when they get it. All right. Uh, you know, knowing, knowing him, he probably would, would mess it up. And finally, <laughs> if your dream was to own one of Slash's guitars, what's it going to cost you? Well, it starts at a million. So this is uh, this is not just a Slash guitar. This is the uh, the Hunter Burst uh, Gibson Les Paul on which he wrote and recorded the Appetite for Destruction album. You know, Welcome to the Jungle, Sweet Child of Mine. Uh, it's going up for auction, starting bid at a one million dollar, cool one million dollars. You can place your bid at gottahaverockandroll.com. Is he going to want this back in like 10 years? Like, does anybody no. know where my guitar is? I'd really like to have that. I probably shouldn't have auctioned it off. Um, he may have. He may have seller's remorse later, but there's not much he's going to be able to do about it. Because isn't McCartney looking for an old bass that he auctioned off or gave to a charity or something like that 50 that years ago? That he gave ago? away, that he gave yeah. away. Um, you know, because back then, you know, there was, there was a period of time where nobody thought you know, instruments would be worth anything or, you know, that they they become these, uh, you know, rock and roll stars in their 60s, 70s, and 80s with sentimental attachment to the to these instruments. Right. You kept play. those worthless baseball cards and gave away your guitars. What? And comic books, yeah. Yeah. So, all we'll right. See, but there it is. So, you know, I, I appreciate the Hanukkah gift in advance. <laughs> uh, I know you'll be bidding for it for right. me. Yeah, we'll have to get together. Is that what you want to make your, to make this a happy Rosh Hashanah? That would be, you know, it would, you know, I could, I could see playing some of the prayers uh, accompanying it with Flash, with Flash's Gibson Les Paul. That would go over, that would go over big in synagogue. All right, maybe Here. some of your other radio friends can get together and get that for you. I uh, maybe a million of them owning yeah, exactly. up a dollar a piece. Exactly. All right, Gary, you have a good weekend. Thank you, you guys. Too. All right, Gary Graff, you get him on Friday mornings.